recording now. Here we go. Pancreation Philosophy episode 139. It is a commentary on fighting in the, on the, in the age of loneliness, episode 2. And yeah, it's got another panel of MMA guests here. Experts. 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 <laughs> yeah, panel experts. <laughs> we, we, we do a lot of keyboard warrior stuff over here, you know? I am on topology. It's not that complicated. We just think we're better than most people. <laughs> I mean, I have been watching professional fighting for about two years now. Mm. You know? so, <laughs> kind of know what I'm yeah. talking about. Let's get this panel here. Like, who are you? <laughs> Still unpaid intern, Ender. Young Ender. <laughs> yes. Young, young Ender. Endo Cleafi here. Nice. Aaron Rodriguez. <laughs> Joey Rodriguez. All right. And this is not Big Must, but... Pocholo Cruz, host of the show, and yeah, so let's just do a quick recap on episode one of Fighting in the Age of Loneliness. It's, um, I guess, well, the important part, I guess, let's go, it's talk about the origins of Valley Tudo and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Brazil, and I guess any any big comments on that, like, before before we move on? Like, how about for you, Ender? Episode I, one, this is Endo. Episode one, it was all about how Alio invented leverage. Yes. <laughs> yes. Leverage. Praise yeah. be to Alio. Mm. Yes. I find... I found it incredible that... the It almost had to be the Gracie family that figured it out, because they were the ones with all the marketing acumen. And I almost... I wonder what jiu-jitsu as a whole would have been like if the knowledge had been passed down to a family, just a more normal family. See, my thing is, they weren't the first ones to get it, and they weren't the only ones who had it. They were just the best that marketed it. Yeah. There is a non-Gracie lineage at the same time, and they weren't even instructed mostly by Maeda, but a student of Maeda. And I was going to bring that up. Like and, I found, yeah. uh, and I was, especially in the... When we when we eventually get into episode two, because I kind of lived through that time period yeah. that episode two is about, um, I find this documentary series. It's I mean I don't know how I would do it because it's such a, a a deep and nuanced history. <laughs> it's a it's, large history to sift through. They're, they're yeah. like condensing these into like little twenty minute chunks of, and it's very super, It's very superficial. Mm. Like like you said, there is a lineage that. That is not going through. But without the marketing or, prowess, I mean, that's that. I've never, I've never heard of these to people. Ender's point, like it would have probably eventually come to where it is now, but, but not but so quickly. The Gracie exactly. family, regardless of them saying they're pure and they made it up, they Alio invented leverage. Yeah, and, and maybe that's not true. <laughs> to Ender's Wait, point, what? we are where we are as fast as we are because of their marketing prowess. Mm. I yeah, think. I mean, but how much do you think is? solely on them getting UFC 1 started and that contributing them for that or how much UFC in itself since you know Tough 1 has blown up and you know spread Jiu Jitsu even more like the kind of give back well, I think that's a butterfly effect thing. Yeah. you can't really it's hard to gauge how each specific like event mm. but to that note you can't deny that there was like a momentum yeah. of like it kind of had to come to like, America in, in order sense. to spread yeah. to the world first I, I yeah. think it's I think, in in my opinion, having been a child and a, and in junior high, living in a paradigm before UFC one, I, I don't think it's fair to say that it was a. I, I don't think I think it's downplaying what happened by calling it a momentum shift. Yeah, it was a paradigm shift. Paradigm shift. When, yeah. when UFC one came out, it 
it changed everything. Like mm-hmm. from for for the bulk of America, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like I, I remember it happening, and it was just like everything I thought I knew was like wrong. Got it. You thought you could like explode people's hearts no. with your karate, but I just didn't <laughs> yes, know that you no. bottom brick. What? I just didn't. Maybe I didn't know uh, that if if you don't know something about ground the ground and they do, you're in trouble. <laughs> oh, most <laughs> yeah. definitely. Yeah, most that, definitely. That was a paradigm shift. I think, well, I guess just by momentum, I think I'm just, I'm just want to talk about like, like the Gracies and in terms of like, well, yeah, their marketing acumen. It's kind of like uh, a Jurassic Park moment in that kind of way where life kind of finds a way. Because I mean, I I I feel like it would have happened for sure. Regardless. I mean, like shoot wrestler, Shuto in Japan. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It was already going on. Maybe they would have done judos like Gi. Maybe like, you know, Kosen Judo would have blown up again. Who knows? It's the theory. It's the theory that every concept or invention that has happened across humanity, if it didn't happen by the person who invented it, it would have happened by someone. Someone else would have figured right. it out. Yeah. If Oppenheimer yeah. and team didn't invent the atomic bomb, yeah. someone, someone else someone would. Else would. I mean, yeah. in the same way, little funny. thoughts. I yeah. always find it funny, like when I watch uh, the Captain America movie and they they kill the guy who invented the formula. Yeah, Cap, and they're like, and oh like, no, okay, no one can ever do that again. Do that again. Yeah, I guess there'll be no more superheroes from this point. We're done, guys. Never. We did it. Well. Shit, we're he was screwed. The only one who could yeah. think of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like you were saying, I mean, if it didn't get, you know, marketed somewhere, it would have definitely blown it up. Marketed somehow. somehow. That's a very, very Olympic. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <clears throat> like the what do you guys, professional wrestling aspect somehow. What do you guys think of? Um, like, there's this notion of romanticizing combat of ancient times in the Middle Ages, and people say like. There's uh, like even the word pancreation comes from ancient Greece, yes. and wrestling comes from that ancient times. People have been wrestling this their whole time. Yeah, and um, there's this notion that a lot of people believe. <coughs> it's like, and they say it so confidently. Like I'm sure those people knew knew how to do this kind of stuff. And I, I, uh, I, don't, I don't no, think so. I don't think so. I'm gonna say <laughs> this as arrogantly beasting, as possible. Yeah. Beasting out of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna say this as arrogantly as possible. I think we would whoop them. Yeah, us yeah. right now. Yeah, because oh, that's how almost, far it's evolved. Yeah. Their conditioning yeah. might be better, like for oh, sure. like their strength and everything. Oh yeah, they're but jacked. Yeah, better health overall. Yeah. But the technique, but the technique. No, it'd be it'd be like UFC one. Yeah, you know, all over again. Yeah, they thought they knew how to fight, but you know they probably did with their competition what they were dealing with. It and was it, just a bunch of brutes. It's like I rugby. think yeah. it's just been a, a lot of street beefs. Yeah, you know, localized street <laughs> yeah. beefs. Yeah. That that's essentially what it was. Yeah. I think like, it's kind of sad that we romanticize that because I think that evolution is a good thing. Yeah. If the the blue belts of today should be able to be, beat the black belts of yesterday, yeah. and if that's not happening, I feel like something's wrong. Made, yeah. Whatever you're doing. Well, it's like you know progress in technology, but I think it's kind of it is a romanticized thing. It's kind of. It's like the same token of like, oh yeah, samurai and then code yeah. and all that. When it's like, like don't get me no, wrong. just some guys stabbing each other with swords. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, that's really what it was. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, just mercenaries. I love, yeah. I love in this episode one, yeah. the, the graphic, of, there's this painting of samurais and there's this guy's head is on the spear. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, I'm training the wrong jujitsu. When, when do I learn that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want the full Nick Cage 
Cage Jiu-Jitsu. That's, <laughs> that's what you want. Shout out to Jiu-Jitsu starring Nicolas Cage coming out November twentieth. Oh, I can't wait. Yes, it's gonna Big be the best movie opponent. of the century. Oh, podcast. We need a podcast about that. Exactly. Oh yeah, we are. We're going full Cage. <laughs> oh, Uncaged. I'm so excited. I've never been excited for one thing so much. Oh, so I've talked. I've criticized the superficial nature of this documentary series, and yeah, and it's a challenge. Like, I yeah. Don't know oh yeah, for sure. You condense it all, but I mean to get. I find it interesting. Like uh, I'm a mega, mega fan of jiu-jitsu. So yeah. yeah. I like that it's prominent here. Yeah. But I find it odd they don't talk about the origins of boxing. They don't talk yeah. about the origins of wrestling. They don't talk about the wrestling. What do you mean? Those useless martial arts? Yeah. Muay Thai. You know, yeah. it's like... That, I, that's weird. They mentioned pancreas for like five seconds. It's like a blip. A blip. That's it. Um, yeah. Pancreas. <laughs> Never <laughs> no. mentions shoot fighting, tiger yeah, mask, yeah, yeah, Saitama. Yeah, yeah. Never mentions... Nope. Not important. Like, so no. It's, it's not... Yeah, it's a... It's a very superficial take. Well, on the Inoki, five seconds. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What, what you don't understand is that this entire documentary series is just a gi jiu-jitsu circle jerk. <laughs> which or, I'm okay with. Which I'm... <laughs> I love how... With the belt around your neck? How uh, Noki is just, yeah. it's poor people. Savage. <laughs> what, what was the end of said? Just a bunch of savages. Yeah, leg locks. Yeah, yeah, they invented leg locks. You know, Jersey. those barbaric moves. Because they're poor favela bums. <laughs> Can't afford shoes. You're, out, you're grabbing each other's feet, all right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. But I, and I guess what they didn't I even about. go in that detail of that either. No, no not, not I really. I wish they did. But it's, it is, well, I mean... They did the best. They I did mean, the best they, they right. could do in like the short amount of time because yeah, the whole make, thing is like what an hour. Yeah. Uh, it's like five twenty-minute episodes, so about an hour and a half. But it is very but like, each, crazy jujitsu yeah. or like uh, orient. Yeah. But it's that common. Uh, it's like that common theme. It's kind of like uh, just in any point of history, like who, like if you did it, if you did it, just the more. I don't know. <laughs> like the more like if you had the better marketing, you get remembered better. That's you know, true. it's like between uh, what was it, like Edison and Tesla. Tesla, yeah. You know, it's like oh man, everyone who's knows the better Edison. marketer. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. exactly. It comes down was it didn't come down to really who was the better like inventor. It just yeah. came down to who was more in in the know. That's true. We I mean we do more like a lucha, lucha libre style now, but at the same time, like we got that way all because of the Gracie's marketing. That's true. We don't really follow their method anymore, but we're we still, really we're like, still calling it jujitsu. Yeah, but we are. Doing what we're doing because they did what they did. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's like the most opposite. And to their to their credit, uh, in those uh, like it worked. It, it was 40s, what you 50s, needed 60s, enough. They were putting their money where their mouth was. They were yeah. fighting. Oh no, no, yeah. they, 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 were, they were proving it. And that's kind of what I was talking about. In terms Come to of my house and I'll break you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, take an ad in the paper. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I will Amazing. fight. Exactly. And Looking for someone to fight me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And that's kind of what I was talking about in terms of, like, the Gracie momentum of marketing. Like, I know it was a paradigm shift to, like, in the public eye, but I feel like they just had, like, yeah, like, 40s, 50s, they were, like, or they were building towards, like, some kind of avalanche. Yeah. And I think that's what the UFC 1 was. They're, like, culminating avalanche. They knew they had the potential yeah. to build an empire. That's yeah. the history we know exactly. here in America yeah. because that's the way they've marketed themselves here. Like, they yeah. have done a better job at uh, PR for what information they let out about themselves here in America. But in Brazil, it's a whole other story because yeah. people have a different perception about them a little bit. The history is already there. Like, you could just read the newspapers in Portuguese. I mean, it never mentions uh, Rufino dos Santos, the guy who was the teacher of uh, Euclides Hatim Tatu, the, I guess, founder of Lucha Libre. Mm. But he was a Brazilian catch wrestler who came to America, uh, and he defeated Carlos Gracie. 
in a match. They never oh. mentioned that. They don't mention we'll the just people. this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> ah. Carlos, Alio, yeah. well, you know, we don't George. Talk about that, we don't talk about their losses. Hell no. Yeah. So it's like, you know. Nixon 400 and 0. On right? <laughs> on the streets. Yeah, the original street yeah, beef king. Right. Yeah, street, street. His record's grown right now. How is that even possible? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah no, but it's, it's very. That's true. I think combat. But it's it goes once again, like, just the evolution of combat in terms of, like, knowledge, like, from there. Because that's essentially how it spread. I mean, I think that's what episode one was, like, how, how it spread. Right. Um, just the innovators of the time. And then what, you know, what changes, like, from there as it's passing from, like, from region to region. Like, one thing that I find that's awesome is that um, on both lineages, the Gracies and the Ludolivre guys, um, it was in the crucible of real experimentation of fighting you know? yes. yeah. not just like the like a kung fu guy saying well this would work if I was you know I'd kill you if I, if yeah, yeah. But I, can't I don't do want to do it because yeah. I don't want to kill like, you they were actually trying their stuff yeah. Yeah. Like, in the crucible of fighting yeah. like, it's an interesting well, that, that's a thing because it's almost like it had to happen there just because of the machismo of the culture. No, that's the yeah. thing. It was like, well, we're going to fucking prove it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how they like to go. I'm going to fight you it. in the streets, in the beaches, yeah. in your own gym. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like the perfect storm of the yeah. techniques coming there yeah. and the culture of just machismo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it makes sense. It's, it's kind of like just... I don't have the biggest insight, but it seems very similar to like Mexican culture with boxing. Yeah. Mm. Just how they take the boxing gyms, like you know how boxing culture is and how Mexican culture is, very similar, but just like more the grappling aspect because that's mm. just how it got introduced with like the catch wrestling there that became lucha libre and also the judo that became Brazilian jiu jitsu. Mm. It's just they just got that you know persuasion of how to fight, and that's just natural with that Latin American Hispanic culture, Portuguese, you know Brazil, Spanish yeah. to Mexico, very similar. I think I think it's kind of I mean prevalent. I mean we already talked about there there there's a culture of fighting like in every oh yeah in, definitely in, in and everywhere. you see that like mm, just yeah. different flavors of the same type yeah. of machismo yeah of wanting to combat and compete yeah whether it's Dagestan or USA or you yeah. know Tokyo or wherever but it was yeah it was just the way that they I mean it was a unique way of yeah marketing and then I think I mean because they were doing like VHSs you know the Gracie yeah, challenge, Gracie challenge like too. from from there so they just they had were doing everything they could play yes. everything interviews. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. and then yeah and then they were I feel like they were always trying to hit that you know that mainstream bubble and yeah. I think that's the thing I think that's what UFC 1 was they were trying to go viral before that was a thing exactly yeah, yeah. and they did it yeah and they did they, yeah they did they, they went made viral themselves before, a meme before the internet actual culture like, they from, inserted themselves from, from there and it wasn't like this natural like easy flowing into the mainstream they bombarded that bubble ruthlessly with everything they had and forced it in there but I think that's how things go viral it's like yeah. you know it takes you know it takes it's, 10 years to become an overnight success yeah in, in that kind of way I think that I think that's what it is and it's I guess yeah like, they yeah. didn't just happen to show up in this UFC promotion and win this was constructed was no but this for decades no, yeah, no it was decades in the making yes, yeah that's from true. the papers to it wasn't Carlos it wasn't Elio it wasn't even Holes or Hickson it was freaking little Hoys yeah. the yes. weakest youngest one at the time yeah, yeah. who is like so you we're see, bleeding into episode 2 yeah, yeah we're bleeding into episode 2 so now. you yeah. see even in the picture of Hoys like holding up his belt old man Elio right there next to him that's how long this took yeah uh, he's looked old for a long time yeah he's looked old yeah, for a long time yeah. but yeah. 
I mean, he's been around for a long time. Like, how old? He didn't see the success of his fruitions of what he did going ham, full in on how he tried to micromanage Gracie Jiu-Jitsu to spread it. He didn't really see, like, the huge explosion until the UFC. How old was he? Like, 80s? Oh, yeah, he must have he been. He died in 09, I think? Yeah. Something yeah. like that? So freaking old. Yeah. In his hundreds, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was, like, 97 or something. Yeah. He was yeah. close. Really close. He, he was near. Really yeah. old. He was near. Yeah. But, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Just On the really... mats, like, yeah. a couple weeks before he died. Yeah. <laughs> Still trying to move. And that, yes. I mean, that was his game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I oh. think that's the thing. It, it was the cul- Yeah, it, it was the culmination of that. And I think... I mean, talking about that paradigm shift, like, let's go back to Endo. So how, how was it? Yeah, because you did you live through... Like, you that, have a unique perspective I, I thought on it this. was hilarious, like, <clears throat> yeah. talking about the superficial nature of this stuff. <laughs> they just distilled, like, the culture that was into it as just these... these <laughs> Look at these freaks. These, uh, <laughs> yeah. like, lower-class white meatheads. Like, yeah. that's basically yeah. what they said. Yes, like, yeah. I'm like, that's not me. That's, <laughs> 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 that's not my brother who's the one that got me into it. It kind of yeah. feels like... Uh, MMA for dummies. That's what this entire documentary series is. Which is fine. Which is fine. And I'm okay with it. Because if it did the real thing, each episode would be like three hours and it would be super boring. And then they delve deeper than it's done. No, no, exactly. It's like a bite sized chunk. And then if it hooks people, it's digestible. And I'm okay with that. Anyway, back to you. Then they talked about the culture of like this. They they went on this weird rant and commentary on PC and HR corporations. Where does this happen? Scott McDonald, you're on this. That's why this resonated with this time period. Like, that's not why it resonated with me. No, that's the same thing. I was like, well, that's kind of a jump. How did we get here? Yeah. I yeah, do feel like the politics were a little shoehorned. What? For, for, for me, like, growing up, I loved I loved martial arts movies. Mm. I loved the Rocky movies. I loved that idea of, like, overcoming odds and the physicality of it. Um, my brother was Helen of martial arts, and he was always into, like, uh, the idea of proven efficacy. So, like, uh, you know, like, like the... Typical McDojo karate studio, yeah. and like, and then when he learned like what Muay Thai was, and it's like, oh, that's that's real. That's, that's real, real. Kick, kick, yeah. kicking, you know. It's like, yeah. yeah. Um, and then so when he's the one who said you got to check out these this these UFCs and this yeah. uh, and this Gracie kid, like yeah. And so that's how I that was how I learned about grappling, like, and it was super eye opening because I, I just knew, you know, you you wanted to be a tough guy. And, <laughs> Yeah, and it was all just striking. I didn't yeah. know anything about swing and bang, and grappling, swing and bang. <laughs> I remember watching UFC one and and two, and there was this uh, this other organization called Mars that had Henso and Oleg Taktara fight. Oh yes, the, yes. The upkick, the upkick the knockout. Upkick knockout. Yeah, that everyone has since tried to reproduce and never yeah. get. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I remember watching those and just, like, I, it just, it wasn't anything, I was like, what's happening? Like, how, why, yeah, how yeah. is this happening? Yeah, yeah. Because it just was just so not what I thought What you thought fighting was. was. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I, especially, like, UFC 1, I think Hoist catches Ken in, like, an Ezekiel or something. I'm like, what's going on? And then Ken, like, plays it off, like, I didn't tap. And, and Hoist is like, you tap, like. <laughs> Such a pro wrestler at heart. Yeah. 
I love how much shit they talk about Gerard Gordon. Oh, it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, this yeah. just dirty ass, sketchy <laughs> fucking kickboxer. Oh, oh no, but he really was. He was though. He was a Nazi. Yeah. Yep. But he was a yeah. He was a real piece of shit. He like blinded like. Oh yeah. He bit Hoyes. Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? But, uh, Yuki Nakai. Yuki, Yuki, Yuki yeah. Nakai. Yeah, yeah. He blinded. He blinded him, him. Like, permanently. Yeah, permanently. Permanently. Yeah. And he's also like he was also like way bigger than yeah. Yuki. Nakai. But, but yeah. Yuki armbarred him. Oh, he did. Yes. But yeah, they were laying into him in that documentary. I mean, as, I was like, as I get well, it, but I mean, as well, he should, and mm. that, and that's a thing too, because especially, you know, it's great hearing, you know, from Endo's point of view. Yeah. Because that's a thing. I mean, I mean, the other three of us, like we, I mean, MMA was already like kind of coming up, like by the time we, we became aware of it. Yeah. So it's, I mean, we can't imagine really a world like without it, but it's like, essentially, it's like the internet of fighting. You never, you would, you can't imagine a world now without it. But there was a before. Yeah, a before I grew time. up before yeah. internet too. Yes, no, exactly. <laughs> like, right, like some. But that's the thing. Like it's so ingrained in the culture. Like people, like born, like Ender's age. Like they can't imagine a world without internet. Yeah. It's great. You two are even saying that. Yeah. yeah, we know it. Like when it was coming up. I'm like, man, I came into it when it was full blown mainstream. Yeah. Like I wasn't even in the like fledgling stages of it. Like yeah. you and Aaron were. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was a. It was a different age. Yeah, like, it is sure. kind of crazy that Endo knew a time before martial art in the before yeah. time, the yeah. long, long ago. Uh, so it it spoke to me from like that seeing this cool new style of fighting. Yeah. yeah, but it also like like to the marketing aspect, it was a cool story. Yeah. Oh no! Watching it always do what he did in UFC one and two is a, a cool story for sure. Like you see this little guy. And just using technique that the others don't know win. Yeah, that's a neat story. It's almost well, like it's and also the cast of characters like oh, involved. It's almost like hot. a bad nineties movie. There's yeah. a Nazi, <laughs> a sumo <laughs> guy, a boxer with one glove. The, I think a roided, ninja. The roided pro wrestler. The yeah. roided pro wrestler, a ninja, and then this little dude in a gi. Yeah. Yeah. No, it really not, G not in a gi. Not doing karate. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh man! Yeah. No, no, that's the thing. Like, look at it's like yeah, it is like it is like a bad like '90s movie. Oh yeah, like, in that kind of way. And it's like it reminds me of the Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, it really yeah, spoke yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. It came out when I was like in high school, and yeah, it was it was cool. Yeah, no, it is such an interesting like yeah snapshot mm. of of that because especially, I mean, especially given you know. And if you had seen that, and then someone had told you, "Oh yeah, that's gonna be on ESPN one day," <laughs> then wouldn't you like laugh? Yeah, yeah. he'd be like, "Impossible!" No, imp- yeah, could you even like get like those two to connect? Like uh, to they- be honest, like just the the first UFC one, I can't believe this this rule set is happening. I can't believe this is happening. Yeah, what do you mean they could do anything? It's like no, yes. they can do anything. <laughs> they can do anything. Yeah. You're like what? Good old dick twist. Yeah. Legal. Legal. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, and then I was like, "Man, ballsy for them to call it UFC One. Yeah. What's gonna happen? Like, like, how is this gonna get? Yeah, because then, the, yeah, how is this gonna go any further? Than and then that? billions yeah. of dollars later. Honestly, I want to say I would even in the age that I grew up in, like around you know the the mid two thousands, like you know during the tough. I mean, this is a little bit later on. I couldn't imagine it getting to this level, neither, like yeah. either. I, I was saying, like, all right, it's getting kind of popular, but I would never think it would get to like a network kind yeah. of thing. Mainstream yeah. TV, yeah, mainstream TV and all that. Yeah, I was like, okay, Spike TV. This is probably well where it, where it'll end up. I don't, yeah. I don't 
I'm not. I don't have a finger on the pulse of the mainstream. So I mean, I don't think. I don't think this is like, guys. We know what's up. <laughs> but, the mainstream. Um, Trust us. The, we know what's up. The romantic popular. fan of early MMA in me. I I feel like I I would have I would the hopeful optimistic me would have said like it would have if it weren't for John McCain. <laughs> Goddamn John McCain. Like, like yeah. He really, what he did, slammed it into the underground. Yeah. Yes. Now was... he slammed into the underground. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Rest in peace, John McCain. <laughs> Goddamn bad. I love his yeah. efforts really made it. Oh, no, really, it really, started off it popped the brakes. And yeah. I was like, it, maybe it can grow, but he and made it, he buried it. And then yes. John McClane was like, no! <laughs> Damn, That's man, right. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's all because of the Germans. What yeah. I find hilarious is that the documentary implies that the only reason he went after MMA as much as he did is just because he really likes boxing. I don't think that's that. I don't think that's that far off. I, I know, really think but... it was a money incentive. Like, I don't think it is a coincidence. It's corruption. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't think. And this is no. This is a conversation I had with a with a good old Russian friend of mine, Russian GSP, but um, talking about how. In other countries, it is very, uh, it's very pronounced how organized crime like is in the politics, mm, like in yeah. Russia and also in the Philippines. Like, right? in the Philippines. Yeah. yeah, that's like politicians. Oh, you mean the gangsters with guns? Yeah. But uh, yeah, and it's it is pretty similar in that notion in America, just a little hidden with more money. I mean, not getting into, you know, <laughs> conspiracy theories here. Yeah. But, Shout out yeah. to Big Musk. <laughs> Filipino Eddie Bravo. Filipino Eddie Bravo. But, uh, it's well within the realm of possibility. Yes, yes. Like, it is no coincidence that, oh, wow, his wife is the heiress to the Budweiser fortune, yeah. which is heavily involved in, in boxing. boxing. Yeah. I just find it funny. It, it kind of, the resurrection kind of just boils down to... Donald Trump and the mafia saving the UFC. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. The mafia. The mafia and Donald and Trump saved Trump. the day. Did he make America great? Again, <laughs> he made the UFC reason, great. Oh, we all do what we do. Donald Trump. <laughs> I, I mean, kind of though, right? Legit. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a thing. Man, now I really wish Scott was here. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. He'll never hear this. He'll never hear this. He doesn't watch our podcast. Oh, a big man. part of Scott's existence he owes yeah. to Donald Trump. <laughs> no, that is such a yeah, and 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 that's a thing. I mean, once again, talking about like the butterfly effect. Yes. And like, who who would have thought that? Just like, because you know, let's just say they don't get that and. Everybody just gets killed in the in the mid nineties. Where would we all be? Yeah, what would we be doing? Yeah, yeah. who knows what would have happened? Um, and I'm I'm grateful that it's as popular as it is now and as accessible to train as it is now. Um, but I wonder, as a a, a a fan of the early days, I wonder what would have happened if John McCain didn't do what he did. If it could have grown mm-hmm. and not. Because I feel like him doing what he did led to the rule set that we have for them to try and re- resurrect it. And I was a big fan of the old rule set. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, how you guys feel about that, having grown up with the, the, the modern the I modern think there's rules. too many rules. Um, I, I loved... It's a different sport, rules. but I like it. Yeah. I mean, have you seen Leway? Leway? Yeah. yeah. Burmese boxing? Yeah, if you just allow ground on there, it's like, if you can get something between combat, jiu-jitsu, and that, that's... Pretty close to UFC. Mm. I like I like fighting in general. I would yeah. do all those rules, I, or I would yeah. do no rules, no rules as well. As close to no I would, yeah, as close to no rules as possible. I mean, I mean, I don't bare knuckle boxing kind of a joke to me, but I would definitely like if they brought back 
like if something. someone was actually good at bare knuckle boxing, like in the clinch yeah, and in like someone, kind of punch. Yeah, if someone was actually good, but I would definitely. I mean, I I put myself in a throwback fight with like no no time limits because I would just be curious. I'm like I'm just curious about testing myself like as a yeah. fighter and like martial artist. So I mean, I think I'd be crazy. I I actually no, I'd say that. I'm it's like Robert did it. it. Why not? Like. Mm to do it and then um yeah i would yeah just a nostalgic throwback fight like that yeah i mean i don't know where you could find them. well probably some indian reservation or we have to do it on a boat we are <laughs> like one international waters <laughs> i'll find someone on a boat Chatri, <laughs> call me <laughs> what do you think about the, yeah. the old rules oh i love it the it's so rules. much it just allows for more possibilities, I think. Like the fact that you can wear you can wear a gi if you want. You can wear one boxing glove if you want. You can <laughs> be four hundred pounds if you want. I mean, I don't care so much about that. I just like the the concept of yeah, the less constraints and also the no in between rounds. Yeah, because I, well, I think that separates. I think that would separate like a lot of I, things. I think. John McCain's influence kind of geared the UFC towards that more striking boxing esque rule set where yeah. they judge it by round for some reason. Yeah. And Which makes no sense. There's points and that Which don't no translate. Sense. It just doesn't translate over very well. I yeah, I wish there were no rounds or at least I also like less. Um, the documentary talked about how the early like Horian's mission statement was to find out what the best fighting looks like and now where we are it's like this sport and it has these rules and that's no longer the mission I think mm. the mission is just to have a big draw within the sport and make money I think the mission yeah is making money of, yeah. instead of like trying to find out what the best fighting looks like and yeah. I think that should be the mission of MMA like any organization like and I think the rules have a lot to do with that, and the way you promote and like matchmake has a lot to do with that. Um, I honestly think the matchmaking should theoretically be an algorithm. Yeah. It shouldn't be hand. It shouldn't have to be hand picked. There's rankings there for a reason. Like a, it, One and two you, fight. You don't, you don't think Goro should make? <laughs> Goro make good tournament. Who tournament? Who? How is this even a tournament? Yeah. But no, I th- I think that's I think that that's a, a pretty good point. But mm. on the same token, though, I still think, I mean, as you know, as as there, there's a lot of flaws, of course, with like with modern MMA. But at the end of the day, I still think that somehow or another, I don't think on purpose they end up still unearthing the best martial artists. That's true. Like, even like it's like it's like oh that wasn't what they were going for, but they still end up doing it. They kind of Scooby Doo their way to the end, right? Like from there, but um, and that's okay. But no, but to be but fair I though, like it could be it could be I, no, 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 for sure. Like that's the thing. There's so many ways. Yeah, there's so many ways they could have missed. Mm. Like on, on and like, sometimes they do miss. Sometimes and I feel like they do miss a lot. Like, for, what no, is, sure. why is this match happening? Yeah, why is this match happening? Why is this match like? Isn't that guy forty? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is it, is it, there's is a lot it, of that. Yeah, isn't that guy just his brother with a mustache? <laughs> Yeah, no, no, it's it's very odd, but yeah, the mission statement, yeah, for sure, it's, yeah, it's definitely has changed from like, it's not, it's not a noble venture, like, it's not, it is no longer to find the best martial artist, it is like, alright, who's, who's gonna get us the most money, and how can we do it? Yeah. Yeah, like, no, the, they really did talk about the whole exploitation of the fighters, and they're really on set about that, hmm? like, yeah. they do take advantage of them fully, and... Of course. The fighters are not paid, and I think that's 
one of the biggest things is they want to keep them like pitted against each other in order to not allow them to have anywhere else to go. I mean, whether the UFC keeps that monopoly going is they can keep that divide and conquer within the fighters amongst themselves. Classic capitalism, is that what you're saying? <laughs> Shout out to Big Boss. Some might say that's a microcosm of a society. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but kind of. <laughs> no, but yeah. but but yes, yes. Like I know we as a people tend to romanticize the past, but I do genuinely think it used to be a little more like idealistic back then. Like, and by back then, what do you mean? Yeah, even then they did want to make like money. A big commercial for it was. Yes. Yeah. So that was had nefarious yeah. motivations. Too. Of course. Yeah. To, be, to begin with. Yeah. I can't. But even back then, I could still see what they were trying to do on an intrinsic level. I can't see it anymore. Well, I think what's missing now is the narration, or it's like the or or the narrative mm. of like the the stories of the fighters. I feel like that kind of gets thrown in the wayside, and it's more about causing. I feel like more of the emphasis now is on you know beef or Creating these a guys. Moment. Yeah, exactly. These guys hate each other. They're gonna. The UFC doesn't have a long-term narrative. They're too much no invested in the short-term profit yeah, in the moment beef right now. I yeah. think even like the WWE has longer-term storylines than they have <laughs> actual storytellers. No, there is storytelling. They, right. they, they do. They, Shout they out got to Tony Yeah, mm-hmm. they got they got year-long like storylines in that way, and and that's the thing because there's so many. That's the thing. I feel like this sport, or I mean, that's the thing we're calling it a sport. This and when it when it would wouldn't be called a sport, like when it first started. But I think just this kind of venture, it brings out a crazy cast of characters, of as we know. The like, documentary even says they yeah. were fucked up. We're outsiders. Yeah, yeah. we have nothing yeah. better to do. And I think what's happening is it's not portraying, or it's unable to capture the essence of the outsider to like to normal people i think it's it's too busy trying to put them in a box mm. to like an easily deliverable box yeah it fails to make the connection and yeah. the humanity in them it yeah. doesn't like demonstrate that humanity within the outsider oh, no, it's just oh, like painting them as an outsider yeah like well a product, I don't, I don't a product they, to be sold it's not even painting them as outside it's almost like i think they're trying to market well it, they are trying to market them but they're trying to market them in a way that normal society understands right Instead but they're marketing them as the outsider this is what yeah. i mean by the painting yeah. it. it's oh, like that's yeah. how they're trying to like sell it specifically it's like hey this is who we are this is how it happened and it's like we all feel that way mm-hmm. you know they're trying to paint it uh, to target it towards those outsiders <laughs> okay but not making an effort to explain to everyone why these people were drawn to martial arts in the first place. Right. What about them what about felt them? drawn in? Why they felt this? like outsiders as fighters? Yeah. You know, it doesn't go into that deeper psychology. Not in there. at all. No personal connection. It kind of feels like... Can... Go ahead. It kind of feels like the Fast and Furious movies. Like the <laughs> no, no, no. I think that is a perfect Like the thing. first couple, it's like, oh, cool, it's a story. They all hate each other. Family. Family. Cars. And like, all right, that's awesome. But then after a while, it's just... Family. Cars. <laughs> it, it's getting Fast. a little recycled, I think. All right, let's do another one. These, yeah. these guys hate each other. Okay. Someone... Someone dies at the end. They get a new ally every single time. Also, there's new and exciting cars every single time. I'm like, it just feels like we're doing the same thing, but with different people. Oh, no, I, t- I totally agree with that. It, it really does seem like, yeah, every, every rivalry is just like, oh, they got bad blood. And but it's like, wow, just do. like the last one. You and even, then another one with the bad blood. Sometimes they yeah. do genuinely have bad blood. That was 
likely forced onto them. But some of the guys you I see... I don't them, even force onto them. I mean, there's... I, I do crazy. believe there are rival... Like, like I, Of course. I, I truly believe if uh, Habib and Connor will fight each other in the street yes. if they run into each other. Like, you I know. think that's very real. Habib Jorge will, will fight, fight people at Whole Foods. <laughs> yes. Jorge would fight people at Whole Foods. Yeah. Yes. I, I, <laughs> he would fight that ass great at Whole Foods. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. But I do... <laughs> You see just Super as many, necessary. if not more, rival rivalries, quote unquote, end with the two of them hugging it out and being classy as fuck. Well, they probably weren't really like. Because they probably weren't time. really. No. And yeah. I just don't think that. I just don't feel like that's what it should be about. You yeah. know? No. So uh, here's my question to you guys: Do you guys think that? Because we're weird. We yes. Weird. The people at the at the top of this game are weird. Yes. Um, can that? And we're talking about how the way they're doing it is they're packaging it in a way that the mainstream audience can digest, and we're we're criticizing that. Can our our weirdness can it be presented to the mainstream? No, and I and I think <laughs> I, I definitely get to what you're saying. Where it's like, oh yeah, it, sometimes it can't we can't. Have, it can't yeah, be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're yeah because we're not we're not the Fast and Furious movie. We're not easily digestible yeah. in, in that kind of way. It's like trying to if and require taste. I don't know yeah. that our our thing resonates with most people. That's the yeah. thing. Our art is an acquired taste. We are weird and like that's we're on the fringes of society. Yeah. Punch him in the face. <laughs> Just bleed. But yeah. you see people like singers or comedians or other just pop culture stars um get so respected because of their craft that people start to believe they're like a political opinions and stuff (laughs) and i genuinely i think it's gonna be hard i think we're all fucking weird but i also think that if if we really tried uh the marketing teams and the people on the other end if both sides if both sides of the fence really tried, I think we could be understood because we provide an example of, hey, we're, we excel at this thing, just like the pop stars, just like the singers, just like the comedians. We yeah. excel at this yeah. thing. I think Please listen to us. I mean, she worked hard to be able to per- give a message, whatever that message may be. I think the UFC right now is on a high enough platform where... If we tried, we could maybe reach and mingle with the masses I in a good way. I hope. I, this is the naive optimist in me speaking. I mean, football doesn't try to make weird stories. No. Like, they they, for his mom died, and now, <laughs> and now that's <laughs> why. But it turns out. The game speaks for itself. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And I'm, I want, I think fighting is cool enough to be used as that example of just. I, I would agree with that. At least I hope. That's what we should be trying to do, I think. I think how it goes, it, it seems like the powers that be are just too scared yes. to, like, to let it speak for itself. It's a risk. In, in, in that way, I think especially especially more so now mm. that it's shifted from you know Zufa and the Fertitta brothers like in control of it to now being in control of WME, I can definitely get a sense of like, oh, I mean, yeah, it used to be owned by some shady casino owners, but at least they kind of get like what what the fighters were about like because i think they were like close personal friends with um i mean with some of the fighters like yeah. with like i think chuck and tito were like 
Dana was their agent or so mm. or closely associated with them. So I think they were actually, I mean, as grassroots as a, as an owner could be in that in that sense. And I really think like with the recent you know in the recent years that it's a bunch of like the management just has no idea who who they're dealing with. There's a disconnect. Like, yeah, there's a definite disconnect. There's like, a disconnect uh, compounded with the pressure of the like four billion dollar debt. Yeah, exactly. They can't take. You gotta make money. Yeah, they can't take the chance. Again, Fast and Furious will always make money. That's yeah, true. But I think in that same notion, I mean, we're going back to the Fast and Furious to like the big movie knowledge or the to the big movie kind of like blockbuster. But there's still, I mean, there there's still. Like let's say like in the Marvel movies, I mean not all of them are necessarily like great, but there's still some. Uh, there's how still dare some. You. How dare you? <laughs> First off, how dare you? But uh, no, no, no. But I, what I, what I mean by that is that the continuity. That, what's up? No, the content. It's not necessarily the continuity. I'm just talking about awesome. how there's some there's some movies that don't need to fall into like a Fast and Furious like kind of pace. Mm. You know, like what like I say like you know Thor Ragnarok in that kind of sense. It's like. They they took a notion of like oh yeah we don't need to we don't need to portray Thor as a dark edgy character, he's he's like, he's right. a god he's kind of a goofball and was like you know they didn't make a notion they of that. didn't yeah like a lot of them are very similar but they don't have to they're not beholden to a formula no yeah they, yeah, they don't have to be like uh, you know, X Y Z Civil War ends yes. as a downer like they, they yeah, lost they, they straight up yeah. lost <laughs> spoiler yeah. Civil, like, yeah yeah no Civil War and, and then also yeah, what yeah, no get out of here right <laughs> no why did you tell me no 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 but um or or even like. I mean, I always enjoy like Spider-Man movies, but I thought I like Spider-Man: Homecoming, in that kind of way. Just because I mean, once again, spoiler, but just, like it's a different kind of villain and how close like the villain was in in terms of like, like in terms of Peter's character. I thought that was I thought that was pretty funny and also well executed in that kind of way. But it's uh yeah, it just shows there yeah, there's just different ways you can go about it. You can still be you can still appeal mainstream, but you can still let the story like be told. Yeah. In, in that kind of way. I think what happened to uh, like the big the movie formula or the recent climate of the UFC Blockbuster. is <laughs> it just seems like they're getting into a if it ain't broke don't fix it mentality and I'm like I get where that comes from but you could also make it better. Yeah, but it's, a lot of that is coming from the pressure of the debt too. Yeah, the, the debt. movies also oh, yeah, a lot. it's I, a yeah, lot. the debt sure. it's definitely huge, is a landscape change. It's but a huge landscape change. For I love sure. that you bring up Marvel because. Shyla's, uh, her our recovery routine is we've been going through them. Oh, nice! We yeah. started off from all the way from Iron Man one, and we just watched Black Panther last mm. night. So ah. we been going through them all in order. Nice. They're good. Yeah, no, yeah. no, they, they, they are, and then although even like Black Panther, that's kind of like a different kind again, of yeah, yeah, yeah once again different kind, of, and then like especially like the villain in that in that kind of sense, because you think. I like rooting yeah. for Michael B. Jordan. I yeah. love rooting <laughs> well, for Michael B. Jordan. Well, that's the thing. It's like the conflicted. That's the thing. It's when the when the conflict between the villain and the hero isn't really even like black and white in that kind of way, and not just in the notion of like their intentions, but also like what they're fighting for. Because they're, I think, yeah. Because between like Killmonger and T'Challa, it's not really even a fact of like. I mean, they they are fighting for the throne, but it's more about that. They're really fighting between like ideals on like what a leader should be and, in that yeah. kind of way. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. even I think they're they want the same thing in the end. It's just how they want to get there. It's exactly. Well, it's like no, the uh, that's true. Killmonger had to convince. Yeah, that's true. To want that. That's true. Yes. Yeah. No, and that's the thing because it's it's not only he's not T'Challa's not only fighting like himself. He's all, or he is fighting himself, but he's also fighting 
like Killmonger, but Killmonger actually helps him come to the conclusion that he actually needs to step, maybe step it's away really from what it, from what you know what was the status quo. Like he, like that that scene where he's like walking away from his ancestors and like his father is like is a very. It's like a, I just remember like oh yeah, it's bringing to me now. It's like a very emotional yeah. in that kind of way because that that is the life that he knows, and it took like it took someone really trying to you know counter him to have to, to see that for himself yeah because in the earlier beginning he would just, he just took it as like oh no this is what we do this is uh th- th- this, yeah done. this yeah. is what we always done and you know back to this notion of he had like, to have his, goes, his challenge just like yeah. we all did in the 90s with yes. our perception of martial arts yes yes, yes. yes. And we had to t- kind of turn our back on tradition like we were kind of saying about like with jiu-jitsu it's like even though we acknowledge where it came from and we know the like the romanticizing of the old school martial arts even you know pain creation like yeah it was lost and lost to history and we kind of did rediscover it in a sense and like you know Matt, Jurassic Park <laughs> Matt kind of pays homage to it with the name it's yeah. like but we're, I mean it's not really the same pain creation what oh, we're doing no, is mixed no, martial arts at all exactly yeah. and you know that's cool that we can you know recognize where it comes from but you know we have to move on past cool yeah. we're not trying to do the exact same techniques you no. know and it's just like it's just like what you're talking about with Black Panther. They could have made the Black Panther, Spider-Man, Ragnarok. They could have gone with the formula on those. And that long... Infiltrate the dealers, find the supplier, supply. just like last time. But <laughs> uh, you guys are going back and forth about the amazing scenes in that movie. Are we saying the same things about... I am really laying into Fast and Furious. Are we, <laughs> so are we saying the same Ender's things? Ender's fighting Vin Diesel. <laughs> question question no, to no, you guys. Aaron, go. With UFC and how everything's been going with the whole COVID and they're trying to revamp up, they're one of the few sports leagues that's actually putting content out now. Yes. What do you guys think they're going to have to do in order to regain the numbers? Like, Do you think people are going to buy the pay-per-views? or like, How do you think they're going to have to reset do- their narrative or find a way to reinvent themselves? I like. The well, co- what are the numbers of this latest Khabib versus Gaethje? I, I don't really. Know I think the it's stats. So, yeah. Because I just think it's cool. It's so recent, or it's a bit too recent. Yeah. And I think another thing too is that the reason that they did it at this time frame is because of, you know, Habib's massive popularity in Russia mm. and the Middle East too, because of his uh, because of his Muslim. Well, I mean, more than the Indonesia, yeah. India, yeah. A- Africa, like, yeah. the Muslim world. That's like a third of the world. That's true. The Muslim world is is a large part. You of the know, world. Philippines. <laughs> some cred like putting on the only live sports in the yeah. first part of yeah. the, the lockdown yes yeah that was that what was I'm, that's what I'm saying they're, you know they're pivoting away they're trendsetting yes what has me most optimistic about the future of the UFC is that they were able to adapt and pivot in a way that was arguably more entertaining than before because again I was kind of worried it was going to start being like a formula like but they are sport. capable and then they invented fight island and then they invented that's fight island cool. yeah they that's were the they showed yeah. they showed us that we are capable of spontaneous change it's it's I, impressive it's very impressive i think that is good for sure and i think what it needs to do is continue that notion of being different and yes. i think it's I think it's accepting that they are different. That it's yes. that it's not football or baseball. It can't be put in that kind of in that kind of notion. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's two people that are fighting each other in a cage. It's like got to be comfortable in the notion of that. And I think it's allowing 
uh, I mean, we're really talking about narrative and like I think the well, I th- well as Ender's talking about you know Fast and Furious. I think I'm, the big I'm difference sorry, between Fast and no, no, I'm I sorry, Vin Diesel. I don't think you should apologize, apologize. <laughs> because no, because he knows what he did. Yeah, he <laughs> no, because I think the critical thing is that there's no character development. You yes, know? it's like I don't even know what Vin Diesel's character's name is, but he's the same guy. It's like it's like rambling. the old school. Fast. It's like yeah. the old school Power Rangers or the old school Voltron shows. It yeah. was really. The, the same damn thing. Yes. Yeah. This giant monster would come, they get their ass whooped, they yeah. form Voltron, and yeah. win. Wash, yeah. repeat. Yeah. Buy same the toys. As last time. <laughs> over and over again. Same as last time. Yeah. Yeah. No, and and I and I think that's the thing. It's like under it's understanding that these are these are not your typical people. They're not your typical athletes, and letting let letting them share. Like yeah, let, letting them share their stories in that kind of way. Like I think we all know. I mean, we all know Tony Ferguson just in terms of like, like his social media, and then like, yeah. from there. But how much is like, how much is he really explored as a person? Like from the UFC, I think little if any. Like, how much that. are any big stars explored as person? Connor, but Ronda exploited or ex- just explored as people. How much do we really know about? the big stars in our lives and i find not much much. we only know them by their what they've put out and that's a good thing i'm into that and by like the either objective i guess subjectively good or bad things that they've done john jones Jones. (laughs) yes but i think it would help i think it would help the morale of the fighters and help connect people to the connect the fighters, these crazy people, to the mainstream if there was that sort of bridge. Because, again, these are not your typical people. Why can't we learn about them? I mean, Modelo tries to do that with all the... They try. Like, hey, hey, hey. Like, why do Brian we have to didn't them? have a choice. He right? didn't. He didn't. <laughs> and I'm, I get that, that it can be a little corny sometimes, but I do think that people... I've seen people who get into fighting as outsiders trying to find a place to belong. And it's funny when they get on that big state, you see people at the top of the game, UFC champions, they still kind of feel like outsiders. They're embraced by this niche community, but like, what's Max Holloway's favorite color, you know? Hiker Holloway, yes. Zoom drills, yes. but um, I, and I think that's the thing. Hey, it is what it is. It that's is what it is. You know? yeah. UFC Hawaii, baby, let's oh, go. Man. It's gold. It's gold. That's his favorite color. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All I see is probably. gold. Probably. <laughs> yeah. It's not a bad answer. Yeah, oh, man. Man. Actually, yeah, that, <laughs> that probably does sound like a very Holloway answer. But in that kind of sense, I think that's the thing. I think it's kind of a shame how we don't see these personalities. If anything, that's why I think the. Um, you know the quote unquote like outsiders kind of get so much traction in in the MMA fan base. Yes, like really like the Diaz brothers. What you you can't find that can't in, find like, in like sports, that. <laughs> like in any other kind of relative sport. People who are fans of the Diaz brothers are usually the same type of people that are really into Fight Club. Mm. Or came into MMA because of Fight Club. Yeah, and fortunately for me, it was the exact same time. So I tried it out at the same time. At the at the same time. Yeah, yeah. and it's funny you see, like. I think we get to see like Connor's personality because he's a very genuine and open person. He's authentic. A but proper you see, twelve person, if you see. But you see the the imitators, you know, yeah, the people who are just kind of trying to get attention. People want to capitalize on their own deficits 
and make it profitable. So because like with the Diaz brothers, you know, um, Mike Perry, anybody who's Tony Ferguson, anybody who's dealing with some kind of own personal demons, uh, you know, they got their own stuff going on. The fact that they're able to highlight that and still be successful and be profitable of that, it's like amazing. what other sport, are, you know, like we downplay violence and conflict in other sports, like oh don't do that, you know, football, basketball, but in fighting, it's like oh that's cool to be that guy. It's the bad guys highlighted, celebrated, you know. It's interesting, but the and even in boxing, it's not really the same. Not really the same, exactly. But, you know, and you see the imitators. Why do they feel a need to like? act like idiots well think about it like because with stylebender i mean like he was saying oh this is for because all it's the, not genuine that's why <laughs> all the all the people who felt like me all the people who feel like they're being bullied he's you know showing that he's representing for them and then people resonate with that whether or not they're even close to him at all or yeah. ever going to do anything like that they feel like oh he's like me because he's made the attempt to make that connection people who kind of see people that are troubled they feel like they got troubles they think oh because that person's got problems and i got problems they probably think I can be successful like them. It's the world who's stopping me from being successful. Because mm. I got problems like them. It's the world who's stopping me from making it just like them. They see a little bit of themselves in them. I think that's not, basis enough, probably. That isn't celebrated. No, it's, it's the true. draw that celebrates. It's, this yeah. guy's got a flamboyant personality. He's going to make us a lot of money. Not yeah. This guy's a flamboyant personality. Maybe he can be an ambassador to those who who also feel... It's all about trouble. making money, Andrew. <laughs> also feel left out troubled and could you you this sport could aid them in a positive way and i think the ufc and any big platform like football basketball i think they have the sheer like capital and ability to help bring the world together and many do oh immensely they have an untapped potential thinking about like yes the fact that what they do is completely tied into judo, mm-hmm. taekwondo, karate, boxing, freestyle, and Greco-Roman wrestling. How much they could just be a catalyst for inspiring kids to get in athletics, follow the Olympic route, Definitely. just around the world. I think the UFC has... Just like the NFL is deeply involved in Pop Warner, yeah. the UFC could be involved in like kids' jiu-jitsu and right. kids karate. And yeah. There's a lot That's of untapped pipeline. potential. They should, yeah. they should be doing that. And it student athletes. Yes. No, but if anything, they're hurting themselves by not taking care of their pipeline. And right. I mean, it's like that's why you know there's Golden Gloves boxing. There's like it's closely monitored. Uh, Olympic boxers are closely monitored in that kind of sense because those are the stars of tomorrow. You know, I mean, like like we talked about again, like ten years to become an overnight success. Like Lomachenko didn't happen to fight four hundred like amateur like boxing fights, and they're like, oh wow, he happened to be good. They knew he was good from the beginning, like from there, and he was cultivated in that way. And I think that's, I mean, I think that's a shame how there's not, there is no pipeline, like, for, I think, if anything, that's why a lot of sports like NFL, NBA, you know, MLB, all the ma- quote-unquote major sports, yeah, because they know they know where they're going to get the next stars. Yeah, it's and like, they're cultivating. Yeah, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they become stars even before they become stars in the pros. And, and those kids are without that ability, that potential to be like, there's a star I can fly towards. Without that, it's it'd be much harder for them. To be yeah. fair, the sports we're comparing to are much older. Much, yes. much older. Yes. This sport is in its infancy. This is new. But... Our sport is the most globally appealing, though. It's the most, like... Yeah, because it's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> but 
to speak on that tone, look at you know, look at the the fight that just happened, like Habib and Gagey. I mean, Habib just happened to have lived his life in the sport because his father was a was master a, of sport in yeah, like three different disciplines. In three different disciplines and like judo, wrestling, and combat sambo. Yeah, combat sambo. Oh, all the all all three components that eventually led into oh, MMA. Oh wait, wait yeah. in, in USSR. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like from from there, and then. And and that and that's the thing. I think that's why you get such a such an abundance of talent, like from those you know Eastern Bloc countries, because of how well they, yeah, because they have the combat sambo, they have the wrestling, they have like the, well, I guess judo, not not so much really, because I think their style of judo is jacket wrestling. They're native yeah. jacket wrestling. Yeah. I mean, how they even made sambo, the Georgians, yeah. the Armenians, like yeah. just the all the people they got and just their jacket wrestling system, the but, wrestling culture of that region. The, the their style of lifting, of yeah, the yeah. combat culture of that region, yeah. their lifting styles, you know, the Eastern European style lifting, and yeah. just the people, just that ter- tough, sturdy, cold, rigid, fucking weather, and yeah. the people it produces. It was cele- that culture of combat sport was celebrated there. Oh, most definitely. And I we kind of lost that a little in ours. I think uh, a so. lot. Yeah, absolutely. And we're weak because of that. <laughs> weak. Kind of. Yes. I have a question. COVID, you guys, do um, your thing. What's your question? What do you think would have happened if Hoist didn't win in UFC one? So who would it be, Gerard Grudeau? Probably uh, Ken. Or it would be Ken. Ken. Ken, Ken, Ken? Ken would have slaughtered Gerard. We'd all be on steroids. WWE <laughs> would be the like the biggest like oh my god, pro wrestling's so, real. This, we talked at the beginning like if if uh, the Graces didn't do it, it, it would have happened. Life finds a way. Life yeah. finds a way. Right? Would, would it, shoot wrestling from Japan come over and be the new thing, or would, would people do WWE and there wouldn't like, even be real fighting? Guys, we don't need to learn how to fight. We just need to take steroids. It's that. <laughs> it's a chair. <laughs> Actually, I mean, because that might cause... No, that that is... I, I love that what-if scenario. Yeah. Because that could definitely... That's a good question. What might happen is that might have turned all what became the next crop of WWE stars oh into UFC stars. Ugh. Like The Rock, Kurt Angle. Brock yes. Lesnar. <laughs> like, yes. all those guys could have gone into... Hey, a guy that looked like us won. That means we can do this. You shit. hear that, CM Punk? Even <laughs> yeah. you can do this. No, the Rock no, not, won't just not, be not, handing out the BMF belt. He'll be fighting for the BMF belt. <laughs> he was the first one that had the BMF belt yes. when he when he hit the people's elbow with Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's a trick question anyway, because jujitsu is that good. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think would have yeah. happened if McCain did not bury the UFC? Huh. If it would have been allowed to just go on. Do you think there would have been some kind of football like fighting hybrid, like like team MMA? Like rugby. I don't think so, but I I totally want to do that. But (laughs) no, I've been thinking about there's an Italian version of that. We talked about that. So the 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 documentary talked about that uh, that Severn versus Shamrock snoozer. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know what it was. I, I don't remember exactly how that went down during that so time. Like, was that because of McCain, or was I it, it was. was it heading that? Yeah, way it was. Anyways? No, no, it happened that I first, I don't know if it was protest. directly because of McCain, but because if I remember correctly, that was the fight where because I want to say it was in like Detroit, like Michigan. Detroit. They didn't something. want to get arrested, right? Yeah, they didn't but, want to get arrested. Yeah. So what they did is they they made like striking illegal. And it, yeah, and it really they just, affected the sport. Yeah, it really affected just that how they a, how they were going about it. That was yeah. such yeah. a big blow. Big deal. Like what? Would it have just continued to grow if he had, if left unchecked? Is my question. What mm. do you guys think? 
I really think I really think it would still grow. It might have grown, maybe in a different way, like for sure. But hmm, it's interesting. It's interesting. To still s- think there'd be less rules. We might have had more yeah, challenges. Yeah, but then, that, then it might not be as popular. Mm. So McCain burying it allowed them to change the rules, which made it more accessible. And they packaged it in a way when the Fertitas did that thing and Dana did that thing. Yeah, they made it more more mainstream. Do you think so, kickboxing would have taken off more? Like more tie or full contact kickboxing? So. For some no, reason, I don't why, think so. why, yeah. why hasn't why, it? Why has it? Well, I no, because the UFC was like, oh, that's people think that's what real fighting is versus if we never had that ground or you know fully clinched oh, thing, they would think this is the most real thing possible. Yeah, it would have taken a step from like American kickboxing only above the waist to like full on like what we see in K. Maybe K one would have been the UFC uh, instead. Uh, I, I, I don't think so. No? Like for some reason, K one has never. But that's because up. it is existed in a world that where the I UFC did exist at the same time. Mm. I mean, if, I, if it was removed, maybe that would have been the next logical conclusion. I feel like I see what you're saying in that way, but I think I think for some reason it's just like the visual of the mm. of MMA is like was so captivating, mm. like to people. So I'm not sure like what would happen like in that kind of rule set. But to be fair, it did end up being very successful, like you know, outside of, yeah. of the US anyway. So if anything, I could definitely see some kind of merging yeah. of, the, of the... I mean, they had, like, different rule sets. Like, like I also outside, think you know, that so, yeah. in any any open type of rule set, you're going to quickly find find out that grappling and wrestling are important. Yeah. Um, in the vein of the question you asked, if you asked, if there was no John McCain to bury it, do you think a new John McCain would have popped up eventually? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we talk about how life finds a way. The villains find a way too. Yeah, that's no, that's 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 very true. And that's the thing. It's like it's such a, it is such a controversial sport that eventually it would find. I think it would have found someone. Video games. It's the UFC. That's what's destroying the kids' minds. I mean, again, it's full of outsiders doing a weird thing. It would have pissed someone off. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's a great. John McCain was just uh, on the front lines at the time. That's an excellent point. Yeah, that is true because that's the thing. Because he was at the forefront, but he definitely was not the only one yes. that was trying to shut it down. So I think that that is true. It may have been. I think. I think that's the thing. I think the sport was like kind of going to towards a way where it kind of had to be repackaged. I mean, it's easy to say now because that's that true. is what happened. Yeah. If it wasn't but, John McCain, it would have been Meryl Streep. <laughs> kind of. That's that's true. That is not the artist. Oh my god. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell has she ever done in her life? <laughs> Alright, I think that's pretty good. Any other um, parting words before we go on to the next episode and see if anyone else <laughs> listened to this episode? Yeah. yeah. If anyone's listening to this and doesn't train, you should go You train. should go train. <laughs> yeah, you should. It's awesome. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Do some solo drills. If you're not <laughs> training already, why aren't you? Yeah, exactly. Uh, PancreasPhilosophy.com got merchandise. Like, share, subscribe. Let's see what what, what else. All the things. Uh, Patreon. www.patreon.com slash pancreation. Follow on Facebook. Follow on Instagram. Yeah. Or we'll follow you. We'll follow (laughs) you. The Pocholo Cruise. At the Pocholo Cruise. Um, Young Ender, anything else? Still get my Vitaly, bro. (laughs) We have a good thing going here. Yeah. Yeah. And... I just want to see it. I just want to see it blossom. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think that's the thing. It's like, 
I mean, we're talking about this documentary, but I think this is a good, like, thing that we're doing. I think we can, I mean, definitely, we're all weird. We know other, mm-hmm. like, martial arts videos that we can definitely, like, dissect. I, I think that's what we're doing. We're talking, because we're talking about, yeah, we're talking about super kind of, you know, bite-sized pieces of martial arts, but there, there, there's a lot more to the story. So if martial arts, like, interests you, there's a lot of ways you can find out more about it. You yeah. Know? We know we're nerds talking shop, but, you know, it's a very human thing. It's relatable. You know, everyone's got something, that personal story with it. Yeah, something anyone can do. Yeah. If it if it doesn't interest you, I would say try it. I, I think you'd be surprised. Yeah, uh, I think you'd be surprised. It's a hard sell on paper for some people, yeah. but yeah. Uh, I think if you try it... It's a hard sell for the weak. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's, why. It's good stuff. Yeah. But I think this is... And, and who are we kidding? Everybody's weird. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Everyone's weird in their own way. This is just a great way to bring everyone together. I think yeah. fighting has that potential. As ironic as that sounds. Yeah, for, let's for bring, sure. Let's bring humanity together by fighting. By fighting. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. seems like... Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're all gonna fuck each other up. I know, right? Well, I guess like, well, I guess before, before we leave, we can talk about like what kind of... I mean, because we talk about some directions on how we wish... Like or how we would want like uh like the UFC. UFC to be like represented, I guess like in an ideal sense like what's like one thing you wish that they would change like from there like starting with you Ryan tournaments tournaments I want okay. tournaments and by tournaments I know like do you mean just like one off like you fight once and then you go on like, it could then, be or you want like what the one night tournament it back? could be advancing or a one night tournament if you want to do a one night tournament then you should do that for the the champ. Or if you want to do the advancement, then that's cool too. Whatever works, as long as we just get people fighting. And you could do a round robin either. I don't We're just care. going anime on this. We're going. Hell we yeah. gotta have a tournament. We need the pride lady announcer. Yeah. yeah. Damn it's season two. We gotta spice things up. Tournament. Tournament. <laughs> tournament. Yes. Yes. Tournaments are rad. Yeah. 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 Yeah, East Coast, West Coast, we get UFC, one championship. Fuck it. We don't even need UFC. Bellator and one. Yeah. Let's just get a tournament going. Yeah, get, get the tournaments again. And no, you? Easy, the rules. Yeah. Uh, the less, oh, no rules. The less the better, but at the very least, we got to get rid of the rounds. Any, anytime you get stood up for free, it's screw, screw that. <laughs> like, yeah, so you yeah, so thinking what, 15-minute continuous one, round? One 15-minute round. Yeah. I like it. I'm down for that. Yeah. How about you, Ender? I just think fighters should be more celebrated as people. That's all I want. I feel like they, a lot of fighters were on the outside looking in before they got into training. And to see them rise up and do amazing things and still, and still have a little bit of that left, it's kind of a shame to me. That's what I want. Hmm. That's one thing I missed with the UFC primetime and the countdown. It made that that was when the UFC was on top of their yeah. storytelling. Oh, the storytelling game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I do appreciate Ron Perlman you the, know, narrating, but yeah, it's it's just not the same. But it's like they don't go into their lives behind the scenes. Being around ever since I started training, like meeting all of you really over the past almost five years, y'all some of the craziest, most interesting people I've ever met. It's it's rare. I haven't met anyone who's been training for a sustained period of time that I would consider normal. You, I think this breeds and attracts interesting people, and I think that's cool. 
and should be celebrated. And should be celebrated. Indeed. What about you? I think in terms of like bringing it, uh, bringing like overall presentation. I mean, th- these are just like some small nuances they can do. Uh, I like the, I like how, on how they can hear the action in the cage, but I think that was kind of done because there was a lack of a crowd. Mm. But I feel if they put more mics like underneath or like on the sides, that would, because then you can hear the action. Like, like uh, NFL has those like mic'd up. Exactly. I wish yeah, they like did. I wish that was like, more thing yeah, during then, the broadcast. Yeah, exactly. Because then you can hear, because you can actually like yeah hear like what it sounds like in there and then on that same token too i would also like to hear what the uh corners are saying mm. like on, on that same token because then understanding like i got an option of not hearing like the commentary because i'd rather hear like okay what are the people like on the ground level what are, what are they seeing and what kind of reads they're making but this is just yeah, because it's just what I'm used to in terms of like being around like around fighting. I'm like I don't really give a shit what like main the people. Yeah, are it's horrible. <laughs> worthless. Horrible. Yeah. I don't. I mean, yeah. I would turn on no sound, but then like now I still kind of want to hear what the action is. But now I gotta list. And now I gotta filter out <laughs> these unnecessary Once words. Once I started uh, studying football, I, I find the football commentary is like so oh, useless. I think commentators are useless. Like, no, no. But I have to think because I feel like they're um, they're like training wheels for people that don't understand what they're yeah. watching yeah. like from from there and it's like oh man this, this is useless plus like yeah. like again football and fight they make really cool sounds that's true yeah. that's like, like people that. like oh, coming at each other and oh yeah man My- mic'd up yeah, yeah it's if so cool good. if they could do like mic'd up live, live? oh yeah. man so sold and like yeah. you hear yeah. some of the football players on mic'd up they're kind of weird they're awesome it's weird. so fun yeah. well especially <laughs> yeah yeah no and then just like crazy Oh, and then, yeah, but it's just so, like, it's such so visceral in, yeah. in that kind of sense. I like, think it'd from be there. fun. And, yeah. and the emotions, like, from there, just like the, uh, what are you going to say? What are you say? No, it just kind of gives me an idea. So what if they changed it up so, like, they did most of the undercard or, like, most of the main card was in, you know, the audience, but, like, the main fight you would hear mic'd up and they'd be in a separate location or, like, in their own kind of cage, separated from the audience. I mean, I, I don't think necessarily just has to be, like, certain fights. I just... I mean, well, like I, the ones I, you really I, want to hear mic'd up. You know? I mean, I, I, I want to hear honestly, I want to hear any, want to every hear fight mic'd up. Yeah. Especially if it's like someone I don't know. I just want to see how they fight and, and how I they think. go about it, you yeah. know? And, and it's, if you see those weird fuckers. Yes. Yeah. And if mic'd up's shown us anything, the players will create the storyline themselves. Oh, yeah. Like you hear like a quarterback talking to his team. Come on, let's go. This is going to be a hell of a story. We can come back. We got to make it. Yeah. But you don't need an announcer to say these things yes. when the players it. are obviously super into it. Looks I like think... they're trying to win. Yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, it looks, looks like, like they're going. I would imagine if you took out the announcing. I feel and just... Fighter A wants to, to be Fighter, fighter B. B. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you just let them talk. You don't say, I... Joe. <laughs> the, the st- I feel like the storylines would just make themselves. Yeah, for sure. Or I'm just thinking that yeah, that like like that mic'd up of like the Seahawks versus the Vikings when they're just getting beat like the, most of the game. Yeah. And then just like the the elation of like Russell Wilson when he like oh man he knew that that that, that he got it yeah. like from there. It's yes. organic and awesome. And yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like you know, and it goes back. It goes back to like having them being able to to do their own narrative mm. like from from there. And it's yeah, it's it's a bunch of wacky individuals. That's just why wouldn't I want to listen to them? Yeah, that that that's just how it goes. I'm sure they they talk crazy stuff, 
like in there. I mean, I know, I know, I would. So like, yeah. put a mic on the weirdo. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. I think no, that that's a thing. It's like, yeah, what like, the ultimate. Fighter one, <laughs> see Fighter season one. No, no, that'll never work. No, no, no. Well, that's the thing. There, I mean, if anything, there's been a lot of things that they said like wouldn't, wouldn't work, work, but and it then, did. Yeah, it did. I, oh, b- bring back the ref cam. I feel like the ref cam was like uh, that was interesting. They still have it in boxing. That's true. Uh, they do. Yeah, so but it sounds like we could all do the run the UFC better than the UFC themselves because we're experts. Experts. That's right. Democratic We've been watching capitalism. professional fighting for a long time. Yeah. Hope you guys at home understand. I'm almost. Yeah. We kind of know what we're doing. You. You. We're listen? kind of a big deal around here. Are you listening, WME? Yeah. <laughs> it's probably gonna get like ten plays. <laughs> you know. I mean, nine of them for me as I play and while I train, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Scott McDonald, we know you're listening out there. <laughs> Man, no, he's not. <laughs> Scott oh, big boss. <laughs> oh. All right. All right, guys, that's it. Good one. Thanks, Thank, y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye.